by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. You can hear Bomber by Motorhead on any given day, on any given rock show. But last Saturday, I finished reading Mick Wall's book on Lemmy. Uh, It's a great companion to the Watered One's autobiography, giving a better insight 
to the comings and goings. To be honest, uh, I haven't actually finished it. After I got up to Lemmy's death, I couldn't bring myself to read any more. What was the point? Subject matter had died, and I didn't feel inclined to read how this affected other people. I know how it affected me, so that was that. Well, one thing I took issue with was uh, Mick's assertion that the last clutch of Motorhead albums weren't of a high standard. I disagree. Both Aftershock and the band's swan song Bad Magic are as relevant as anything that the three Amigos released. And uh, I was hoping that both albums on respective tours would have been played in full with just the handful of got-to-be-played songs as the encore. He says playing a Taylor Clark Lemmy tune at the top of the show. Right, on to new music. In my youth, uh, I never gave France much of a look when it came to cultivare occult talent. That's French for homegrown talent, which I'm sure I pronounced wrong. No one can say or ever accuse me of prejudice when it comes to mispronouncing words. No language is safe. Uh, day trips to Boulogne would generally involve the purchasing of uh, respectable wine of favourable price and a trip to the town's local record store to see what they had in the way of damned French pressings. The only damn-related thing I ever found was Captain Sensible's Stop the World 7-inch, which had been released in France a month or so before the UK. Yes, the red vinyl French pressing of White Rabbit proved far too elusive. Anyway, over the years, decent French bands have made their way into my record collection. Undercover Slut, Great Band, Terrible Name, Alice Cooper affronting Slayer while dabbling with Marilyn Manson's makeup, The Dogs, and of course, Soggy also spring to mind. Well, there's a new enfant on the block in the shape and form of Les Affectiques. Uh, when I say new, I mean, new to me. It's a Toulouse-based punk band released their first demo 10 years ago. Uh, the new album from the band, Mode Critique, was released on the 14th. And if you scoot over to their Bandcamp site, you can download it for free, if you're a tightwad. Or shell out a few euros, as I know you wish to support bands that are doing it for themselves. Of course, the album is sung in French. Uh, I was going to choose either Stop or I just want to play for you, as the titles are in English, so at least I'd have a 50-50 chance of the correct pronunciation. However, the track that had me humming uh, whilst beavering away on InDesign, turd polishing at work, was Uf Hun, which uh, just goes to show, irrespective of the language, a good song is a good song.
protéger, pas protéger, pas Saturday afternoon, I received an email from Peko Mantazine, lead vocalist and guitarist from Helsinki-based punk and roll band Dagger Play, bringing me up to speed about the band. And it seems they formed at the end of 2011. Joining Peko are Tommy, Vili and Sir Pratt. The debut album, Urban Campfire Songs, was released in September 2013 with the Forest Hills single following in April of 2014. And like Les Fatiques, the album and single are free to download from their Bandcamp site. Daggerplay spent last summer in the studio recording 15 new songs that potentially will make it onto their new album, which will be released later this year. A single has been lifted from the as-yet-untitled long player in the shape and form of One Mile Town. This is a one-mile town I am its future son This is a one-mile town Living the same day all over again
I do strongly recommend that you have a listen to Urban Campfire Songs, as there are some great songs on there. Now I want to listen to the Ramones, My Friends Are Mental and I Am Mental Too, along with the radio-friendly track, Cunts. Uh, the only downside is it's taken me this long to have discovered them. Sadie took me once again to the 100 Club for the UK Subs resolution date. It was exactly one year, one week and one day since I saw the subs last, coincidentally, at last year's Resolution Festival. Since then, of course, the summer saw Jet leave after 11 years of service to be replaced by Steve Strahan. For the initial run of dates that Steve played, he was subject to a certain amount of criticism regarding his ability to play sub songs. To be fair to Steve, he was thrown in at the deep end with very minimal rehearsal time. This isn't a criticism of the band, but underlines the fact that the UK subs don't take much of a breath between gigs. I remember when Jet first joined the band and him telling me how difficult it was to make the sub songs sound faithful to the original. In the end, I think we'll all agree, Jet did a fine job, as will Steve. Of course, Jet and Steve's live setups are completely different. Instead of a Les Paul Jr. being played through a Black Star head and cab, it's now the turn of a full-on Les Paul through a Marshall setup. Saturday's set was certainly a different sound from the last Resolution Festival, and not just down to Steve, as drummer Jamie seemed to have upped the ante to a much more fast and furious, if not frantic, pace. I didn't recognise Endangered Species until the chorus. At one point, while Steve was retuning his guitar, Charlie took the opportunity to thank Gibson's guitars for finally going out of tune. Andy, from Fear and Loathing, fanzine, hit the nail on the head by commenting that the subs had almost returned to the Nicky Garrett pre-jet sound. Charlie was in fine fettle, going as far as to introduce long-time bassist Alvin Gibbs as Steve Diggle. Uh, he was also wearing an advert t-shirt emblazoned with a picture of gay advert's face, who was in the audience wearing a UK subs hoodie. If only it had a, been a picture of Charlie on it, instead of the album cover to Zizo, my sense of universal balance would have been satisfied. Although albums by the subs have come to an end, no one said anything about EPs. Anyway, Charlie and Alvin, however, were in the studio in May of last year with Knox from the Vibrators and sometimes psychic TV drummer Matthew Best to record the fifth um, Dogs album, Attack, which came out last November, uh, which I bought, played Trick or Treat on episode 525, and shamefully filed away and forgot I had it. This forgetfulness like is becoming a bit of a regular occurrence. It wasn't until Andy on Saturday asked if I'd heard it that I remember I had, but hadn't. Of course, this was easily remedied on my drive into work Tuesday morning as I was letting the album waft over me. I was suddenly brought bolt upright to attention as the opening riff to Alvin's Sidewalk Baby, which would have been out of place on the Dam's debut album in a born to kill kind of way kicked its way out of my car speakers and that's not to say that the previous songs of Dancing on the Head of Snakes and The Little Song didn't cut the mustard as they did along with the rest of the album it was just Sidewalk Baby caught me unexpectedly by the short and curlies there's a couple of great covers in the shape and form of You Can't Put Your Arms Around a Memory and I'm Not Your Stepping Stone, which gives the Monkeys version a run for its money. The other standout track on attack for me is The Whiskey Song. The album is readily available from Time and Matter Recordings on CD, LP and compact cassette, which you probably already know and own. <laughs> Yeah. 
gig a week earlier with Andy I found out that the reason Chips was over was once again to lend a helping hand to the band as this time Casino had injured his back and at one stage it looked like his participation would be doubtful the only complaint voiced from an on-stage Mr Steele was that he'd done something to his shoulder once again I was reminded about the self-titled Matless Boys album that came out in 2010 as the name implies it's the boys minus Matt Dangerfield, but with Kid Reed along with Peter Borelli from the Backstreet Girls and Steve Von Ritchie, who currently can be found drumming into Totenhausen and, when needed, T.B. Smith. A quick trip onto the World Wide Web Sunday had me purchasing said album, where I was surprised to see and hear the original version of Rumours that Honest John re-recorded in 2012 as Never Listened to Rumours as part of a still unreleased Honest John album how this album remains in the vault it's criminal from a previous conversation with honest john he is just as frustrated as anyone why anyone would sit on an album that they paid for is beyond me it's not as if it's making money backed up on a hard drive or on some server in a warehouse in iceland fortunately i have three of the songs from said album obviously never listen to rumors but also track five Dancing on the Moon, and track two, Operator, which I'm going to play for you after Romanian Girl from the Matlis Boys. Romania girl 
with me But tell me why it's so Romania girl Romania girl Romania girl Why don't you love me? Romania girl Something's not quite right here Romania girl What the fuck's going on? Romanian girl Please, please, girl, tell Why don't you love me?
plenty time again and the damned have once more seized the opportunity to make some more money off the back of the 40th anniversary of punk by re-releasing their debut album which has been remastered with new and extensive liner notes according to discogs there are 86 different pressings forward stroke versions soon to be 89 with the new cd lp and test pressing i have a few the hot rod sleeve the regular original stiff version, a German, two gateful double albums with music for pleasure, one on black, one on yellow vinyl, uh, three CDs, the player at your sister set, and soon the one with the fully remastered audio and new sleeve notes recalling the story of the band's conception and the album's creation, comprehensively researched and written by legendary punk writer John Ingham, that covers in-depth the story of the album and the period in which it was written and recorded, the key players in its creation, the craft and the instrumentation, the impact upon release and its legacy 40 years later, he reads out loud. In the meantime... It's the Damned with Robert Fritt and a live version of Looking at You. My copy's going to be signed. I wonder by whom. Ladies and gentlemen, with the Damned, a special guest, Mr. Robert Fripp. With the Damned. Let's hear it for everyone. Let's go. A round of applause, if you don't mind. He taught me everything I know. Christ, I'm still in tune. I have to do something about that. Oh, when it happened, something stepped inside me, me wanna hide. Hold on, on my own, hold on, on my own. After the purpose stand, my second life, to the boss, really, body. Dude, I am having a good time, hey. Do it all right, do it all right. Do it all right, do it all right. I saw it through the day, sick, proud of birth, like screaming out loud, so
that version of Looking at You I downloaded from Ratscaby's website where you'll find a veritable host of other downloads. Dan demos, Rat playing with Jimmy H, along with news of what Rat is up to, Grail and music wise. And there's even a forum where you can ask him that burning question you've always wanted to ask. I would hazard a guess that when are you rejoining the Damned? would go unanswered. Although I do miss seeing him play those songs. Playing with Brian, it was only ever going to be material for the first two albums. I still wish that Rat and Brian with Adam from The Last Killers, moving from guitar to bass, would get it together. Talking of ex-Dam members, Paul Gray on his Facebook page posted this on Sunday, and I quote, Well buzzing from a track yours truly has done for a US band. Has to be one of my top five songs ever for playing bass to. Fast, furious, plenty of scope for blasting the Rick PG style. And exciting as fuck. And some of you may have just heard of the drummer. Anything Paul Gray plays bass on is going to be great in my book. Even Andrew Ridgely. If you want to read a really great interview with Dave Vanian and Captain Sensible that took place just before their Margate gig last year... Click over to www.fearandloathingfanzine.com and you will not be disappointed. More new music that comes courtesy of Damaged Limits uh, from Helsinki who say they draw their main influences from 80s and 90s hard and glam rock bands like Hanoi Rocks and Back Your Babies but are also influenced by a bit of heavier and louder bands Metallica, Iron Maiden, Megadeth, Misfits and Motorhead. Transferring and converting influences into a sound is a bit trickier, especially when your lineup isn't as constant as you'd like it to be, as with the case with Damage Limit. The band recorded their Crank album at the tail end of 2015, but didn't sell on a stable lineup until last year. Obviously, the seven track album has just come out, and it's a good starting point for the band. It's not going to set the world alight, but it is certainly an album Damage Limit should be proud of. I guess the journalistic terminology is is one to watch, which I will. Here's no reason. Nothing 
staying with Scandinavia, but only record label-wise, I got one of those Facebook-sponsored posts from the interestingly titled Ice Cream Man Power Pop and More record label. I clicked on the link and found I was able to download from their Bandcamp site for free, not even pay what you like, completely free, at least four or five sampler albums. The first one, A Taste Of, has a staggering 64 tunes to listen to all by different artists which pales with the 139 tracks on the power popsicle brain freeze that was released last summer once i finished downloading all the albums i seriously considered jacking my job in so i could just sit back and listen to all this great music of course mrs a thought that financially this was a terrible idea so i sensibly bowed to her superior judgment i did put the albums onto a memory stick and played them through my computer that's located in my office which normally pumps out planet rock yesterday just to see how far i'd get two hours to be fair the first hour i'm on my own but it was a great start on friday trying to pick just one track to play you is like no on impossible plus i haven't listened to them all however i have taken from the power popsicle brain freeze cd this is the mayflowers and move over enjoy
straight after the Mayflowers and move over were the Japan Droids and Near to the Wild Heart of Life, which just so happens to be the title of the band's new album, which is due out on Friday the 27th. That's next Friday, viewers. Right, now, the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show isn't a place for politics. However, in light of yesterday's events in the US of A, it can't go without a certain amount of comment. I'll tell you, if I was the guy in charge of the sounds, instead of playing Hail to the Chief, I'd swap it for the Imperial March from Star Wars. Uh, one of the good things to come out of the Reagan era were you know, punk bands and songs. Bonzo Goes to Bitburg, DOA with Fucked Up Ronnie, DRI's Reaganomics and Mike Muir screaming I Shot Reagan at the start of I Shot the Devil. Well, Resistors from Brooklyn released yesterday to coincide with the inauguration of the 45th President of the United States, the three-track single This Can't End Well. The first track is This Blood's for you and sounds like this. your lot once again for another week thanks as always for listening wherever you may be if you're in a band friends with a band or just like a band that you think i should play let me know armitage at the will do until next week take it easy as i play you out with the curse and suck it in spit it out can you help me i'm so alone My little pet is dead and gone I didn't mean to kill that cat I was just so bored